The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret recurring subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com slash bonus and use the promo code MANHORE. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Gonna give a shout out to all the gigolos, rent boys, and brohos. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Brohos. Yeah, that's a t shirt, I'm sure. Uh, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome to my podcast, a show where I typically talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. But uh, this week's special guest is not one of my former flames. No, uh, I have got on male escort Anthony Asante, everybody. And I can't wait to share him with y'all in a bit. But first, show dates, people. Show dates. All right. Ooh, it's fast approaching, everyone. Manhor Con is approaching. So August 3rd, we're doing a stand-up comedy show at Lucky Jack's. I'll be headlining. And you'll hear uh, wonderful comedians you've heard on this show. We're going to have Mike Cannon, Amber Royo, uh, Eagle Wit. Miguel Dalmau, and hosting it is hashtag Rosa is hot, Rosa Escandone. All right, so you can still get tickets for that. Uh, August 3rd, Lucky Jacks, 8 p.m. And then August 4th, we are doing Man Whore Podcast live. Yes, a live show with me on stage with four of my exes. That's going to be at the Actors Theater Workshop, uh, and tickets for those are available at manwhorepod.com slash live. Want to get a double discounted ticket? Yeah, for 20 bucks, if you buy online, you can get a ticket to both the comedy show and the live podcast. Just go to the show notes if you need to click on links. Something weird actually happened to me today. Um, I matched with a woman on Field. Field, if you don't know, is kind of this like, it's like a poly, kinky, you know, it's um, it's like a Tindery app, but ha- you know, for people who want threesomes or kinky scenes or whatever. And I matched with a woman on there, kinky gal, fun gal, cute woman, older lady. Okay, you know. And she, um, we're talking, we're driving. She's asking me what I'm into. I'm like, ah, I'm into chemistry. She's like, I'm like, what are you into? She's like, you know, I just need to get fucked hard, and I need to get fucked hard for a long period of time. I'm like, look, if you let me ask my hand my fingers and tongue for assistance i i think it can be very helpful <laughs> uh so we thought oh let's get together i give her my number and then all of a sudden she says wait what's your full name i had previously said my name's billy i said what's uh, she said what's your full name i, I said uh, billy Presida. and i get nervous because i i think that maybe she has heard the anti-Billy train of negativity, right? And maybe she's like, you know what? Actually, never mind. I heard you're a monster and you have a Twitter account with very bad words in it. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's what I was concerned about. I was like, fuck, this whole Twitter thing is, is from years ago is finally going to like inject itself into my dating hookup life. And she, uh, she does say she's, she's got to kind of put the kibosh on things. But not because of that. No, apparently, she 
she went on a date. She wants a, a few dates with my father of the same name. I am a junior. Uh, Papa is a, is Billy Presida senior. Thus why my, my, my business card, uh, ever since I started doing comedy nine years ago has, has always said, if you Google me and find an old guy in a suit, that's my dad. Well, apparently she dated that guy very briefly. Well, on some dates, we'll say. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, yeah, so that's kind of weird for me. And, and not for nothing, I chimed in and was like, hey, I mean, did you bang him? Because I can see past the dating thing. I've been into some of my dad's exes before. My dad used to date very attractive women, um, I should say. I remember when I was in college, he had a, he had a younger girlfriend. It was during one of like the many separations my parents uh, had. When I was in college, my dad was dating like this younger woman who I think was in her late 20s. And my sisters would joke that she would make a more appropriate older girlfriend for me than a younger girlfriend for him. And when they broke up, I was just thinking like, I still think that's appropriate. We should ex- kind of get that number. No? Okay. Apparently fucking my father is a deal breaker to many women. And, uh, but even going on dates with him was for her. So looks like I missed out on some really great casual sex, uh, for familial reasons. So, so that's what happened to me. (laughs) And now it's time for our segment. Did you know brought to you by hotmovies.com? This is the part of the podcast where, uh, we like to share five fun facts about the adult entertainment industry that you may or may not have known. Did you know Georgian Spelvin, uh, Georgian, Georgine, I don't know how to say it, but the star of The Devil in Miss Jones began her professional career as a chorus girl in the 1950s Broadway production of Guys and Dolls. So I'm assuming that this is a very old porn star. Okay. We got that. We figured it out. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know her. I did not know the porn she was in. I think the only thing I recognized in that fact was Guys and Dolls. Wonderful musical. Did you know the first ever... Oh, wow. Speaking of musicals. The first ever porn musical was a version of Alice in Wonderland. It starred Christine DeBell, who would go on to star in Meatballs with Bill Murray and Blood Brothers with Richard Gere. I know who Richard Gere is. What am I doing? Uh, Did you know a study published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine found that straight men climax 85.5% of the time, gay men 84.7% of the time, bisexual men were climaxing 77.6% of the time, meanwhile, lesbian women achieved an orgasm the most at 74.7%, straight women 61.6% of the time, and bisexual women 58%. It also concluded that women who focus on oral and clitoral stimulation, as opposed to penetration, are more likely to have an orgasm. Ah, I did not know that. Honestly, I feel like that straight women number is is much lower or it's improved. But I did but but I trust I trust the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Did you know men's penises in the US are on average 5 inches long? Honestly, I think it's more about like 5 and a half inches, but whatever, we can lower the bar. Uh <laughs> That puts the U.S. in the mid-range compared to other countries. France has the largest average at 6.2 inches, and South Korea has the smallest average at 3.6 inches. Now, I think South Korea is only the smallest on average, 
because we do not probably include North Korea. When they self-report, it's really just Kim Jong-un saying he has a 50-inch cock and that all North Koreans have 48-inch cocks and they are the superior cocks in the world. But no one will ever see them because they always wear those ugly-ass beige uniforms. Did you know Hugh Hefner... I don't... You know, they have this part in here and it's like, I don't need to say who he is, but fine. Hugh Hefner, the famed founder of Playboy magazine was a virgin until the age of 22. You hear that? Later in life, virgins. Not that 22 is that late in life, but did you hear that? At the age of 22, you can be a virgin and go on to fuck pretty much anyone you want. Fantastic. And that is the Did You Know segment brought to you by HotMovies.com. As I've already said before, a great pay-per-minute porn site, which is a fantastic, ethical, and affordable way to hashtag pay for your porn and my listeners they're offering a very special deal just to man or podcast fans go to hotmovies.com slash bonus use my promo code manhor and you're going to get a free 20 minutes on the house on top of any package you sign up for sign up for the free trial which says 20 minutes use my promo code which is 20 minutes and for my fans who are decent at arithmetic that means 40 free minutes when you go to hotmovies.com slash bonus and use the promo code manhor. I'm going to go to Hot Movies tonight. I got some coconut oil and I'm going to watch me some more Kay Parker because, oh my gosh, what a babe. If only I was born in the 50s like she was, you know? Ugh. Was she born in the 50s? I don't know. Uh, well, you know how I can find out when she was born is I can go to hotmovies.com where they also have an amazing database of like every fucking porn person that there was. And I can look up Kay Parker. There she is. And then here's all like all of her information. They got a biography. Uh, but no, I was wrong. She was born in 1944. And now for this week's guest, Anthony Asante. Uh, Anthony is a straight male escort who caters to women uh, all over. But he is uh, specifically D.C.-based down, down in our nation's capital, uh, hopefully putting to ease... The concerns of a of, of a many a woman down there who who is very frustrated with both the administration and their sex life. Either way, Anthony Asante, um, I had an actually really wonderful talk with him. So let me uh, right now let you into what he would probably call our bubble of intimacy. Let's get to Anthony Asante. Testing, testing, testing. Yeah, how's that? Yeah, you have a you have like a smooth and silky voice, but it's, it registers low, volume wise. I am trying to bring up my volume because it doesn't work when I'm in a club or anywhere where there's loud music. Yeah, and um, so I am actually working to train my voice. Oh yeah, how are you doing that? To project, um, there are certain muscles that that you can exercise you know the tongue is a muscle and then there are oh, certain oh, muscles the women in the I, mouth. i've been with know it's, a <laughs> it's a, uh and the lips and uh here is one uh, the audience won't be able to see it but you'll be able to hear it So you want to really have it vibrating <laughs> deep in your chest, and you want to hold that. That that uh, sound get a lot of ladies. <laughs> that the sound you make that sounds like a mate, that sounds like some animals do to each other. Oh. Uh, 
Uh, and she's like, I want that one. I want that one. <laughs> do, do people have to pay extra to hear that? I feel like. No. <laughs> the, the resonance. See, I could talk wide, very high in my head, but, you know, I would sound like Guilford Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Oh my uh, goodness! <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have on <laughs> male <laughs> escort for hire, Anthony Asante. <laughs> How are you, Anthony? I am <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Uh, Thank you for having me. As as Gilbert noted, uh, you are a male companion for for generous. Women, I, I love that the word "generous" uh, across sex work is uh, is is the key word. Generous. I'm looking for generous, and then I I just like to imagine the guy who goes, "Oh, I love I love cooking and uh, opening doors for people." And she's like, "No, no, honey, I meant it means means money. It's just fine." <laughs> Do you prefer the phrase uh, the term escort or companion? Uh, to me, they're both interchangeable. Sure. Um, I started out initially with the term gigolo mm. uh, and I'll still use it uh, but I did know <laughs> one client contacted me um, and she was on the fence for a very very long time mm. and that's really one of the differences that we'll probably uh, get into um, um, if you want to relate it to the sales cycle usually the sales cycles some of the sales, sometimes the sales cycle is, uh, fairly long. This particular one, she was on the fence for a very long time. And so we would email, we would have conversations. And in one conversation, she said that the term gigolo, uh, intimidated her. And, uh, so I, I started to notice that uh, she is not the only one. So mm-hmm. I sort of toned that down, but really, the thing is really uh, all the terms to me are interchangeable. Um, wait, so did you, you said sales cycle? Are you using like sales terminology for this? Uh, yeah. You have a funnel system too? Is that <laughs> <laughs> uh, indirectly. I generally don't use the sales terms or the sales cycle, but uh, for purposes of communication right now, I thought that would probably be uh, the most um, efficient way to explain it. One other thing I wanted to mention about the terms gigolo and male escort. Um, to me, I could use the term X, Y, Z. It doesn't matter to me. But to con- I really wanted to convey that I am a straight man that services women exclusively. Mm-hmm. And so gigolo automatically... Um, gives you that feel. Um, uh, male escort doesn't quite do it because there are male escorts that are, um, that cater only to men. Or to men and women. Or to yeah. men and women. Rent boys. <laughs> Rent boys. Yeah. Rent because, bo- well, Rent boys gives me that, the idea of like, the guy again hired by guys that mm. rent boys would think maybe that's just really great branding on the part of rentboy.com yeah yeah rest in peace um <laughs> but but that's always you know when i heard gigolo i think yeah it definitely get, conveys that mm. but i also think male escort 
I think, Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, there's some ambiguity, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, yeah. you, you say who you do or don't cater to. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, well, Billy, I started in 2011. Okay. And I went full time in 2013. Yeah. Do you care to share what you were doing before then? Uh, sure. I worked in. Say sales. Say sales. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I started in IT. Mm-hmm. I worked in IT my whole professional career. I still don't understand what IT is. I have friends who say like, what do you, I'm like, what do, you do? And they're like, oh, I work in IT. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, like I helped them like get the, you know, fix the computer things. I was like, oh, you mean what I did for my mom when I was seven? What? This is, that's a career? Uh, I never understood Information technology. Do, do these companies know that there is just Google? You can Google any problem you have with your computer and it will solve it for you. I don't, uh, that, well, okay. So well, <laughs> there, there are a lot of different uh, aspects to it. You could be a developer. Sure. You could be a uh, person that is a project manager where you are managing software development projects. Yeah. Um, you could do software requirements management. I mean, there are just, there are so many specializations under the umbrella. Or you could sell your dick to women. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be uh, <laughs> IT then. But, but I, I worked in IT. I got very uh, bored with it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I decided to go to law school. And in my second year of law school, um, I met a female attorney and, uh, she made me an indecent proposal oh. and, um, that's how I got started. And did, the, did she open with the indecent proposal? <laughs> like, were you not accepting her? Like, was she first hitting on you? And then she's like, well, I'll offer to buy him dinner. And then you kept saying no. And then she just straight up, you know, made the proposal. No, 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 it's not like that. Or did uh, she just open with that? We were, we were actually at dinner. Uh, we had already hit it off. Okay. And, um, but. She was at a particular point in her life, in her career, where she did not have time for a relationship. Mm. She had, um, she was a partner at a law firm. And, uh, what she wanted was some joy and some excitement, uh, uh, and some pleasure. And she was already seriously considering, um, hiring a straight male escort Mm -hmm. uh, through an agency. But her concern was the um, connection. And that's very, that's very key um, to probably 99.9% of um, women who seek the services of a straight male escort, Mm -hmm. the connection between the two. Um, But we already had it at that point. So at dinner, she, we started talking about sex and we started talking about, uh, escorts and prostitution. How, this is and, on a first date? Hell yeah. How, how, why, when, did, look, I talk about, <laughs> I talk about sex work on, on dates with women, especially, uh-huh. uh, it bypass dalliances in, in the field, but, uh, not usually on the first date. I usually wait until we're at least in bed, uh, you know, before I'm bringing that up. So how, how did that, how does that, come up in the conversation 
Uh, she was very, of course, strategic with it. We were talking about um, um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Sure. Um, so we got into a number of um, various avenues of sexuality. Uh, and she asked me if I had heard of, um, um, some straight male escort, uh, websites and that sort of thing. And right. Because you're the demographic for it. <laughs> you ever hear a ramp boy? You, no. Why would I? It's <laughs> well, she was specifically talking about Cowboys for Angels. Oh um, yeah. We had Nick Hawk on the show yeah, from, from that site that last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, um, so we went off on that tangent and, um, after, after a while, see, I, I knew, I thought given the signals that she was uh, giving me, um, licking her lips, biting Mm -hmm. them a little bit, uh, that she was just going to invite me, you know, home for the night. Mm. Um, but. She went on ahead and gave me the indecent proposal. Does she know she probably <laughs> could have just gotten you for free? I think the dinner probably would have. But, 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 but see, here's, here's the issue. And, and this really touches into why um, uh, very intelligent, successful women even go to um, straight male escorts in the first place. Mm. Um, they don't want drama they want a connection they want warmth they want tenderness um uh they want to be with someone that uh can take control and lead them into a wonderful adventure for whatever amount of time that she is uh scheduled you for and uh you the chances of you getting that, the chances of a woman, especially a intelligent and beautiful woman, getting that from a guy who is, uh, for the most part, uh, masculine is very, very low. They know that they're not going to be leaving their clothes over to their homes in order to try to get back in there. Mm-hmm are blowing up their cell phones, you know, uh, are wanting to uh, date them on a regular basis and meet the parents. No, they, they, yeah. they don't want that. Um, some of them already have drum. Most have drama in their lives already. So they don't want any of that. They want someone to uh, just come in, uh, take control, lead them into an adventure, that they will remember for quite a long time. And if she decides to see you again, she can just dwell on uh, those adventures uh, until you get together again. You can look forward to it, and it starts over again. I like to think of uh, my adventures with women as many relationships. Mm. You know, we talk, we do almost everything that one would normally do in a relationship. Uh, it's just that uh, we know that there are uh, certain uh, restrictions or boundaries 
that we won't get into. Sure. You know, I don't really expect her to fall in love with me. She doesn't, ex- uh, she doesn't expect me to fall in love with her. Are there good feelings? Can we have feelings for one another? Of course. And I would even go so far to say that nothing really is going to happen without having some good feelings. Mm-hmm. At least, a, um, at least a second, uh, adventure isn't going to happen without having some good feelings. Yeah. Some good uh, vibes, some chemistry. Yes. Yes. It's interesting. You say like, you know, you say that they, they want something very specific. They don't want the drama. They want a connection. They want this that, and the other thing. And these all sound like things like one, I, I think the natural reaction to that would be, why not just tell a guy you go on a date with that you have chemistry with that you don't want drama and that you want everything on your terms and blah, blah, blah. So do you think that the money, do you think that the money involved allows them to have this like power element that just simply requesting it without the payment doesn't really give them? Does that uh, make sense? Yes, it does. And I think that there, that, that is a part of it. Um, I think of myself as a professional and, um, but what I mean is like the money like gives you the pressure now where she's now been direct with why you're going to get this money and you now feel the responsibility to honor those things. Whereas in, if you told a guy you just went on a date with, I don't want to have drama. I'm going to call you when I need you. I don't need you to blow up my phone. That guy goes like, Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. And then does it anyway. But if there's a money element now, he's like, well, I guess I'm going to follow these parameters because I do enjoy paying my rent with this. You know what um, I mean? I I don't think that that is always the the case. Um, you just at, at least in my um, situation, I know that if a woman has asked me to do certain things or not do certain things, I'm bound by a, a code of uh, ethics that says that. Those are the boundaries that she has set and that I cannot cross them. Um, now, if it is something that is just I, that I cannot honor, I'll let her know. Um, but you don't have to always um, uh, cow to to the pressures of the monetary aspects of it of course it it is very important i couldn't do what i do without you know having enough money to do it with so but do you see yourself as more of a professional in what you're doing rather than if someone without the 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 monetary element was just very direct with what she wanted do you feel like being the professional makes you act in a different way than if you were just on dates with someone of course yeah of course so really ladies if you want dudes to behave better on dates just like sprinkle a couple dollars <laughs> just you know it, <laughs> actually i think it no, goes a little bit further than I, that i kid of course I, <laughs> I, just, I just don't i just don't want that quote played on loop on some blog be like see we told you about him no, i i kid but i i think that's an interesting um power dynamic to add to any sort of relationship even if it's a professional um uh client uh relationship um yeah yeah it it really is and and this is counterintuitive but um i've had many different types of clients 
Uh, some are really, really rich doctors, lawyers, politicians, Ooh, uh, celebrities. Um, and some are running corporations. They're making and organizations. They're making decisions all the time. Guess what they want the man to do? What? Make decisions for them. They want to, they want to just get out of that masculine mode of always having to do things, always having to think, always having to keep things together, always having to take care of someone. Mm. And they want me to um, make the decisions, uh, let them know how we are going to, um, uh, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, mm. uh, and and just do it. Usually I don't even have to explain, you know, what we're going to do. I'll just yeah. make suggestions. Like, this is where the date is. So they'll even say, like, here's the credit card, go get us a date set up type well, of thing. Well, uh, it's not that simple, well, that, but, but the idea that like they're saying you plan the date, even though I'm yeah, hiring, yeah, yeah. Most, and, and, most, and we'll call it we'll call it CEO mode no. as opposed to masculine <laughs> mode. Just like uh, we'll, we'll, let's remove some gender from who makes decisions, but sure. CEO, yeah, these th- that's the classic trope. Even with dudes who go see dominatrixes, right? Mm-hmm. These high power CEOs, they're making decisions all the time, and what do they want for an hour? I want to not make decisions. And I would even go so far to say, and I've said this before, they want they want to be controlled and dominated in their romantic life. Mm. It's obviously not true in the other aspects of their life. Sure. But when it comes to the romance, and, and, and I really believe that that is a part of the feminine and male sexual dynamic that that women know that when it comes to um uh, the the romantic aspect of their lives the man takes the lead the man takes charge you're gonna get a lot of pushback on that one well (laughs) it's not an issue if people want to uh debate that with me it's not an issue but i would i would say that um, when I was younger and did not know how to talk to women, I would wait for them to talk to me. Mm. That hardly ever happened. And Anthony, can I just say, <laughs> can I just say as the guy who with the show called Man Whore Podcast in 2018, that's almost exclusively how it happens for me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't. Dude, I don't make. I like Bumble because it makes them make the first move. Ah. Or like if I'm at a play party, like I met, I met my, I've had two girlfriends over the last couple of years. Uh, one of them I met at a sex party because she approached me. Uh-huh. And then the other one I met at like a poly movie night because mm-hmm. they approached, like they slid in my DMs after the event to be like, hey, mm-hmm. you were really cute. Mm-hmm. I, I don't make moves. I, most of the sex I get is by accident. Ha, 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 ha. Um, but I find that interesting because you were of a, you were of a certain age. I, I, just in that, you're older than me. That's how I I'm phrase for, it. I'm 43. And it you don't does, mind saying, okay. And it does happen to me sure. uh, also. But I bet. But, but, I'm just, but, well, but when I go out on the street and uh, I uh, see women looking at me, 
um, or if I were to get a an impression uh, that they would like to talk to me, uh, very few would actually do so. I'll sure. I will have to approach them. Uh, I just think we're. In, I think we are. <laughs> Came up in some different, so I'm, so I'm 29, uh, was born in 89, uh, and I think it's, there's a different generation of, of things, and I think there's now, as things have progressed, and yeah. you know, gender equality, yay, uh, you, you are starting <laughs> to see people break out of certain molds, I think there's some, I think there are women who don't make first moves, I, I, I don't think, I know this, because I know people who do this, there's some women I know who don't make first moves, because they don't think they're allowed to, I've had, I've literally had women say to me, like, I really want to like, I really want to hit on this guy, but like, I don't know if I'm, I should, because then he'd be turned off that a woman's making the move on him. I was like, go fuck for that. It. You, yeah, yeah, go for it. You don't want to, <laughs> if that guy is mad that you made the first move, you don't want to fuck him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I do find that, uh, I find that part of it interesting. My Cause, clients cause I, are generally older. Yeah. And so they're in I'm my mad. generation, if not in the uh, prior generation. Sure. So yeah, no, I, 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 I could see that dynamic going yeah. on there. Me, I take on what's what you would probably call the more feminine role in many relationships because I do like I like pleasing, I like serving, I like not making the, the decisions, and I like uh, and yet that and that seems to work well with the women I date and uh. sleep with because they, I guess they enjoy having an eager puppy who's excited <laughs> to do a good job. Um, my sexual orientation is good boy. That's what I think that's, <laughs> that's my gender identity. Good boy. Um, so 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 you had that that one attorney from back, from back in law school uh, um, who, who made you that proposal that got you kind of got the ball rolling on that yeah and uh, and how does how does the career kind of spawn from this I assume you don't finish law school you do uh, I did not um, you realize making good money was better than being in huge debt <laughs> well I definitely needed the money at mm -hmm. the time and uh, she actually introduced me to other women other professionals who were in the same situation. Um, you got to try a Santi. He's, <laughs> oh. And they're like, what is that, a Chardonnay? No, 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 no. Let me introduce you. <laughs> uh, and so what happened after that was that I started to do some research. Mm -hmm. um, and I found a male escort coach a guy in the UK who had been a, an escort for about 10 years. He wrote a book and he actually had a website called male escort coach. Very to the point. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, I scheduled a number of sessions with him. He sort of took me through the uh, ropes, the, the, the do's and don'ts um, um, of, uh, providing companionship to women. I also found a guy who had a lot of online material um, about being a gigolo and about um, what they called at the time uh, pickup artist street stuff. I, I think it's called yeah um, PUA, the pickup artists and all I, that I, stuff. I, now I think it's ca it's called something else. Um, the game. No, no. no. The, I I believe the game was a book. Wait, that was a book. Yeah, Neil Strauss. 
Um, but it, it the seduction community it's known as now. Oh, the, se- <laughs> the seduction community. Yeah, but okay. he had he had materials um, specifically for um, uh, providing companionship to women, and he was a companion for a very very long mm-hmm. time, also. And so with that, I was armed with what to do, what not to do, uh, and um, that's really how things got going mm-hmm. for me. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. And so, and so, when did when did you feel like you were a pro? Like when did when did you feel like yeah, I'm a professional? Because like when you start doing comedy, you don't get to say like, oh, I'm a professional comic. No. <laughs> you you gotta you gotta you gotta earn it. You gotta maybe get paid a few times. You gotta um, have your have your act. But when when did you were like, yeah, no, I am. And how did you decide on the name Anthony Asante? I'm assuming it's a fake name. Well, uh, actually, it is not. Um, oh, you are a brave but, one. But, but let me go. <laughs> Back to how did I um, uh, decide that I was a professional? I made the after I decided that that is what I was going to do. I made the decision at this point. I am a professional, mm. and uh, I conduct my practice <laughs> um, uh, as professionally as possible. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, that is really. One reason that uh, some women actually are some of their husbands or boyfriends actually contact me um, because of my professionalism. Mm-hmm. I want to be I want to handle my practice as uh, as professionally as any uh, licensed licensed professional attorney, doctor. Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna nurse, do it, CPA, do it right, yes, do it well, yes, right? Yes, it's like don't yes. do anything half-assed. That's my philosophy. That's how I felt like doing this podcast. I was like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right. There's gonna be a website. <laughs> it's gonna be a thing. I'm not just yeah. gonna like bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I get that. I respect that. And and um, something you had uh, said to me when you contacted me was that race plays a role in in what you do a bit, uh, and that does. sometimes you get you know husbands who have the wife with a black man fantasy. We'll sometimes hire you. Yes, yes. And I, are are there mixed feelings about that? Like, how is that? Is this something that you feel like? Fuck it, I'm going to capitalize on it. Or are there some mixed emotions about about that? Or uh, actually, I have not really capitalized on it um, directly, and I really don't have any desire to do so mm-hmm. but i do walk a uh tight line um in the world because you know there are some things that aren't necessarily uh due to race or racism but they are a tangent to it for instance um at least on the female side of escorting, you will have certain female, uh, certain female escorts, black and white and uh, other women of color that say, you know, no black men mm-hmm. or no African-American men or no African-American men under 40 or that sort of thing. I see that on is, ads a lot. Is that really, you know, racism uh, all the time? No, um, but it is a... Uh, it is an indication that some people have a 
um, view about black men as being, um, uh, in some cases, cheap, uh, too rough with them, uh, and uh, sometimes disrespectful. Mm. Um, so, personally, I see it as this. We, there are always people of various uh, demographics that are going to fall in these categories. No matter what category that you come up with, there are going to be people from various uh, uh, racial, cultural uh, backgrounds that are going to fit into that category. Mm. Uh, and for whatever reason, um, people want to place you in that category, you really can't do anything about it. So all that you can do is be who you are. Uh, if they choose to say to themselves, well, um, he doesn't seem to fit into it or he does, but uh, uh, I am going to, for lack of a better term, uh, bite the bullet yeah. uh, and and hire this person. And, and I'm even going, I'm even generalizing so far outside of um, uh, providing companionship. I mean, even when I was a professional in IT, I know I got, you know, quite a few uh, jobs uh, because of the university that I graduated from hmm. and that if it was on the East Coast, it would be considered an Ivy League school. Um, did some of the employers sort of think, uh, oh, he's, he's blind, but you know, his, his grades are pretty good. He graduated from this place. He has this experience. Hmm. Let me go ahead and, 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 and go with him. Like you got to do extra just to get. I don't necessarily, in some As, cases, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, in, like you had to go to that university to have them overlook other prejudices they may have had. I don't really know because that's the only university I sure, went sure, to, sure, sure. so yeah. I can't. Really. It, it just sounded like that's what you were alluding to. We were like, "Oh, they were looking at oh, I don't know. He's black, but he went to, but he went to this university. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought I was reading from that." Um, that really wasn't my uh, intent, but um, I'm sure it goes on hmm. uh, all the time. Here's my issue: I can deal with anybody. As long as you treat me as a human being yeah. and afford me the, 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 the respect that all humans should be afforded. Mm. And uh, it doesn't matter what your politics are. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are on race. It doesn't matter where you are on culture. Yeah, I can deal with you know, any of those things. I know who I am. I know where I stand on them. Yeah. Even if we got into a discussion, we found that that we're on different sides of the fence. I can still respect your opinion. You can, if you can still respect mine, and we can still uh, get along, that's fine. You know, that's where we need to be. Yeah. Okay. And so now you've been doing this job like seven years, right? Yes. You've been doing this. Got this new career. Like, what, what, what do you like the most about it? What's, what's fun for you? Um, or what's your favorite type of client? Okay, let's start out with... Yeah, like really uh, anything to pivot away from all the heavy things we did for last <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> My favorite type of client uh, are the ones that just contact me. We have a, um, a decent interaction 
uh, either over the phone or vis-a-vis email. And let me just throw this out You said out there. vis-a-vis out loud. I've never seen that. I've never heard those words. I've, oh, seen, really? <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen them in print many times. Never heard a person say it. Wow, amazing. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Very and, classy dude. And we connect. Yeah. Um, I've gotten into some really interesting conversations. This one woman called me up. Um uh, 11.30 on a Saturday night one time. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, about uh, three or four months ago. And um, she asked me, um, what is your opinion about what Kanye said? And um, I said, I I don't know what Kanye said. I, I don't follow yeah. popular media. Sure. I just don't. I, I So I don't know what the rappers are. All these, uh, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what the kids are saying yeah. these days. <laughs> Scoopity poopity something. <laughs> she says, I got to know. I got to know. I, I, I don't know. She's, she was flabbergasted that I did not know what Kanye said. Mm. I don't even. Oh, which thing? The, the Trump thing? I, I, it had something to do with Trump. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I saw a tweet uh, on my timeline about someone criticizing um, Kanye, but I had no idea what he said and really didn't care. I, uh-huh. I wake up every morning. The first thing I have to do is meditate Okay. to align my thoughts. Then I get into my morning workout. I got calisthenics. I have my martial arts training. Uh, and then because you can hire me for companionship or to be your personal nah. bodyguard, <laughs> I am actually I am you get both. certified for both. Yes, you get both. <laughs> <laughs> and then I check my uh, emails and my uh, phone for uh, messages. And if I have a an adventure with a client that day, I'm off to it. Sure. I got more things just like so everyone else. You don't else. got time for Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how did that phone call end? We were on the phone for about an hour. And I knew I... Was this her I, talking? Be like, well, let me tell you about what Kanye said. Hey, man, hey. She told me about that. She told me about um, uh, the problems that she's having with her in her relationship and her friends' relationships and that sort of thing. And... Uh, and she wanted me to come by and I was I was already pooped. This was eleven thirty at night. Yeah. I was I had I was partially unclothed at the time and getting ready to get in the bed. Yeah. Uh and so um but you know, that particular uh one, um man, I forgot where I was going with that. How we get how do we get going? Well you said you said she called, she asked you about Kanye, then she talked to you off for an hour, and then you were getting ready to go to bed. It's eleven thirty on a Saturday yeah, night. Yeah. Seems like she wanted an appointment. Yeah, she did. She did, mm. but I, I I was just too tired. Yeah. You know, did you did you guys ever schedule something after or did you lose that that I, sale? I lost it. Oh, she, no! she well actually she contacted me again. Good. And she wanted me to be a sugar baby. Uh-huh. Ooh, we like the sugar babies on the show. <laughs> we do like the sugar babies. Yours truly has been sugar baby. Uh, oh, really? Uh, up until like two months ago, she uh, she quit her job and she's like, look, I got to put this on. Hey, it's like angrily quit my job. So until I find a new new work, 
I guess I was like, oh, that's fine. But in back in my head, I'm like, fuck, where am I going to five that $500 a month? Ah, <laughs> I know. I got to go find that. Everyone, please pledge the Patreon. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she wanted you to role play as Kanye. That's why I thought. Oh, really? I don't <laughs> well, she, get- did, she did say that he was the talk of her neighborhood sure. uh, with between her and the women in her social uh, circle what's like the oddest request you have gotten not you know not the not to shame anyone but some things are fucking weird y'all heard the uh the quartering of the dicks with the margot reese episode so you know how i feel there are some fucking lines on weirdness what what's something for you having said that um uh, that everything's fine what's something that was like really odd to you someone someone asked you that i want to do this or like you do this to me and you were in your in your you go like sure but in your head you're like what the fuck um no no nothing uh, really 99.9% of the time um the woman just contacts me mm-hmm. she says that she wants uh to meet me for an adventure sure uh and and she leaves it in my hands to decide what we're going to do. Sure. One time I can tell you that doing an adventure with a couple, and this is really what stands out in my mind. So we are uh about halfway in the adventure and he's just watching. And uh he starts to call out the plays. As if he was a sports announcer. 23 blasts left on two. <laughs> no, I mean, what we were doing, not, not yeah, a no, sports. No, yeah, I no, mean, no. And, it was, and it was very, very interesting. It was so. Anal on three. Hi, hi, hi. She's tightening up. Audible, audible. <laughs> okay, I'm, d- I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there is a bubble of intimacy that gets created, or at least that I create. Mm. And uh, those sort of things sort of um, burst the bubble. And so I had to uh, uh, get him to tone it down. How, how, do you, how do you do that without killing the vibe? Because it's also, again, it's not like... Yeah. I answered a Craigslist ad to come fuck someone's wife while he watches. Like this is this is a couple that has, you know, um, hired me to do something. So there's this power dynamic of if he's calling out the plays in his mind, he could think, well, we paid this so I can. Yeah. So how do you do that without kind of really putting a, a stop to everything? I just explained to him that I've created a bubble of intimacy and that you use sort those of words thing. when yeah. you said it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and that he, that is sort of um, spoiling the the mood. All right. And yeah. but were you already were you were, uh, were you already having sex with this woman while he was doing that, or was that kind of like were you in the beginning stages? Like, uh, were you like rolling around in bed, or were you guys like at it? We were intimate. Yeah, we were. Wow. So like you really had to put like a pause because like you can't you can't be thrusting and say, hey, man, I've created a bubble of intimacy. (laughs) You kind of have to put a pause to things, which is which is something we all have to do, even if it's not in some sort of client relationship. If you're in a threesome and or a foursome or something and you 
some someone in the group is feeling uncomfortable about a thing or needs to say, hey, actually not that. Like there's ways to if you're communicative and clear and not angry, you can do things like that yeah. where you put a brief pause to what you're doing, mm-hmm. pause the threesome, say, actually I really don't like it when you pull my hair. Can you not do that? Uh, actually i would love if you pinch my nipples instead and then you can hit play and get back into mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. um i think that's something we can all try to incorporate more in our sex lives um yeah. even if it's not threesome even if you're fucking one-on-one you know someone's doing something you don't like you don't have to destroy the mood you can just pause and say yeah, yeah. we're trying to have a bubble of intimacy yeah i <laughs> I, I, I totally agree bubble of intimacy and i'm gonna make a bubble bubble <laughs> on my paper and especially if i'm uh this is more of a cloud of intimacy that i'm drawing but <laughs> <laughs> especially if i'm in a bondage uh, yeah adventure so tell me about this bondage i've not i've seen this phrase for years on uh-huh. um on various sex workers ads yeah, because yeah. It's some sort of thing. I've seen it a lot like on like happy ending massage women's ads. Yeah. But I've seen it on a lot of places. So it's clearly like a thing. What what is this? I did not know it was a thing that uh, men could do to women either. So what is bondage? (laughs) Okay. Um, Bondage is a trademark sequence of... Hold on. um, Let me add the little trademark symbol. Okay, cool. I just want to be in compliance (laughs) with the law. (laughs) of, Of techniques practices and implements hmm. that intertwines essential massage uh, and uh, BDSM hmm. um, at the same time. Now, essential massage is those types of massages that actually uses massage techniques, but they do not stop at the uh, sensitive areas of the body. Oh man, you keep going. You know, no LE is listening to this. <laughs> See, I use the I use the slang terms LE that stands for law enforcement. Everybody, <laughs> gotta be gotta be hip to the lingo like I am. <laughs> <laughs> and and so it is. There is a there is a there are aspects of it that that are only used on the female body. And then there's aspects that are only used on the male body. Um, but most of it can be used uh, on either. But because I only cater to women, I only study the uh, yeah. aspects that are common to everyone, common to both genders, and uh, the ones that are used for the female mm-hmm. anatomy. So... It goes way beyond the orgasm. In fact, if you're doing it right, you send the um, person into that euphoric state that some people call sub- subspace. Subspace. Yeah. 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 So uh, there is all types of things that can be used, all types of tools and toys and practices that is just really it's really phenomenal in fact when i trained uh, for it my teacher recommended that i actually get one to see what it felt like and uh, i worked with a woman in dc um and she gave me one and i'll tell you guys who are listening you really want 
of bondage. You want Treat that bondage? <laughs> So it does you, cost extra. I can tell you all that much. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the rates. You you got tie and tees. You got um, uh, restraints. You have blind. There's a lot. So it's of basically different. like a like a like a sensual massage that with some like tying up and maybe some it's spanking. A lot of spanking. But there's, there's like a lot actual, of But there's actual massage in there. Yes. Because I'm yes. the guy where like when I go shopping for someone to get a massage with, like I need an actual massage. I don't want some hot 23 year old who's gonna like rub my back for 20 minutes and tell me to turn <laughs> over. Like I need someone who's getting in there. Yeah. And then yeah. get it in there. Uh, yeah. so, hey, <laughs> rim shot. Cool. Yeah, it is. It is actually a massage. Um, before you got into your current professional field, uh, had you ever hired sex workers of your own? Uh, one time when I was in Germany, which was was that like a when? How I was long ago the, was that? I was, was in that? the army. That was. Oh, you were. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, that was in the. Um, I'm assuming like in your twenties, late eighties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, early twenties. Actually, I think I went in when I was eighteen or nineteen. Okay. Yeah. And and what so what was it like? Uh, what was that experience like? Especially because it's in a different country. Well, they had uh, it was it was in a brothel. Yeah. And uh, it was in Frankfurt, and it was it it was as huge as a hotel mm. or an apartment. Maybe maybe it was closer to a, a large apartment building, and uh, there were quite a few. Um, uh, ladies there and they all had their rooms and we go in the room and you know you do your do hmm. that was it that was it that's the whole story we gotta get we gotta work on your storytelling yeah <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that happens in between there that the that was it there's a lot in those well, I'll, I'll three words you, it didn't last long oh it didn't i'm sorry but not I mean, in the way that you may be thinking oh time for the fan whore appreciation moment what's up everyone this is the part of the podcast where I like to show my gratitude, say thank you, show my appreciation for the members of my fan whore community on Patreon. What is Patreon? Yeah, it's kind of like a fan club subscription. You choose how much money you want to pledge each month, and you get a slew of great rewards uh, that include bonus episodes of the Man Whore podcast, shout outs on the show, private Patreon-only posts, like when I was uh, some pictures from when I was at the nude beach. Access to secret fan whore communities on Facebook and Kick, and oh so much more. Uh, so right now I want to say thank you to Kaylin Mastin. Come on, get real. I'm not I'm not telling her to get real. Uh, that's the name of her podcast. Hey, thank you so much for your support. Thank you to Raymond Cole. You and Chris are just ugh, a gorgeous addition to the champagne room. Hey. And a shout out to Sarah Moore, who is a... Uh, out out in the world raising an army she has a lot of children uh and yet she still manages to continue looking like a babe uh thank you so much for your membership and your support and you too can become a member for as little as a dollar a month one dollar yeah and guess what we are about six hundred dollars away from billy getting his nipples pierced at manhor con yeah because i am shameless and i will do anything uh, to get a few extra dollars going. Yeah, we're about $600 away, so be a part of the change. You want to see me live stream getting my nipples pierced in front of a crowd of, of sadistic fucking fan whores? 
Head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Throw down a dollar. Throw down 10. Hey, are you feeling crazy? Make it 20. I fucking dare you. <laughs> Again, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash podcast. And now let's wrap up with Anthony Asante. I was trying to pound a piece of meat in my mind. I was trying to get my money's worth. Sure. And uh, it was too hard on the woman. And she asked me to get off her. So did you get like a partial refund? <laughs> no, no. No? No. So my she has to. Gone. My money's gone. Right, but I, she asked I, you to. So did you get any sort of release? No, she could. No, no. At that point, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, how about they, let's <laughs> let's grease up those hands. <laughs> I did pay for this time. Wait a minute. I'm I'm 18. I am still fairly new to to sex. Sure. I think I had just had sex for the first time um, uh, a few months earlier, um, uh, and so. I I really wanted to uh uh get going on her and and of course as any person uh has the right to do she has a right to say no stop and I didn't go any further good of course yeah so I would just imagine like I feel like if I was in a similar situation if I pay do you it, I don't know how Germany or brothels are are you paying for the uh, uh, an allotment of time like are you paying for like an hour or something like that or uh, I believe it was supposed to be for an hour yeah so then I would be like okay cool like oh, let's make sure you're okay you good you want me to go get ice all right cool uh when you're ready like I don't know I don't know chit chat I, I would at least hang out for my hour you know it'd be the type of thing where I'm like look if all we're gonna do is talk uh we will talk i will slowly stroke myself off <laughs> but i'm getting my time because i got my time like i'm like i don't like clock watchers in the ha- in the massage world you know someone who like yeah you know especially if you go to like an asian massage parlor like sometimes they'll try to cut you off early so i'm you know they ask me to flip over and it's been 15 minutes i paid for an hour i'll be like all right this is gonna be a very long hand job for you because if you <laughs> yeah i see i'm i've always been fairly um uh, gentle with women uh and um i always i've always said and i c- continue to say that um every woman has a right to say uh who penetrates her when and how and really and i guess any man does also oh, yeah. we we have that human uh right and uh for whatever reason uh we cannot go against it if you do uh then it's considered a uh, rape so when she told me to get off uh of her yeah i'm feeling embarrassed here i am sure. I'm, I'm 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 the man i was supposed to really get my you know money's worth and i went into it in the wrong fashion and uh, so i was so embarrassed i just sort of um scooted sure you know away but um uh, hell, I was only 18. I didn't know very much. Well, it seems like your sex skills have evolved since then. Oh, uh, uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that I actually met a woman in Germany hmm. uh, who um, who actually threw some money at me. The she foreshadowing of your future career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to think that it all worked out. Yeah. You know, for a reason. I do have a... I, I am curious about one thing. Sure. Uh, and so we I, didn't talk about Anthony Asante, but I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. 
Um, Foster Sesta, as we know, yeah. is, is, the, is the law of the land right now. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Not good things. Not a fan. Um, how is that? I mean, I, I have a lot of female friends who it's been affecting. Yes. Uh, has that affected you at all? Um, indirectly. Uh, what has, even before Foster, there had not been uh, very many avenues for straight male escorts to advertise. Mm-hmm. And the choices were already getting thinner. Um, uh, Arrows and Backpage had already taken off their, uh, well, I know in the case of Arrows, uh, which is a popular directory for escorts and uh, other people in the um, uh, adult industry <laughs> or sex work. Sex, yeah. Uh, they used to have a category for male escorts mm-hmm. and they took that off. I guess not too many guys were advertising uh, on it. I advertised and got a number of clients off mm-hmm. of it. Um, likewise with Backpage. Backpage just took off the, the entire uh, escorting part. But um, a number of other places were doing it uh, also. So that sort of limited where I could advertise. And this was pre-SESTA, uh, yeah. uh, pre-FALSA SESTA. Uh, so when it came out, even more places started tightening up. And so there are, one of the struggles that I have is where to advertise. Um, and I'm still experiencing that. Now, I have been engaged by other um, sex workers, female sex workers, and uh, because uh, their money is tight now, um, not as many engage me. Uh, oh, you mean like so female sex workers would sometimes hire you? Yes. Kind of maybe like uh, to support the cause slash they know what they're they're going to get, you know, a professional in the same way that they're a professional? Uh, a few have hired me for that. But here's here's what I really think is going on there. And really, this is the same for just about any woman, um, regardless of what she does. For a living, human beings always want, um, as as I mentioned, mm-hmm. connection. They want warmth. They want tenderness. Um, uh, they want someone that they can um, uh, rely on. They want someone that they can connect with. Um, and in a in the case of a couple of them, they wanted the same level of professionalism and care and concern that they provided to their clients. A couple of them have engaged me specifically for that purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, But everybody wants those other things. And, um, and I like to think that my website, how I present myself uh, online as well as in public uh, conveys uh, hmm. Those notions, warmth, tenderness, professionalism, uh, connection, um, uh, uh, sensuality, um, all those things. Okay. So so you're still trying to figure out where to even like advertise and so how to get new clients. So are you kind of really relying right now on what your your previous your previous clientele? Uh, yeah, um, I have some regulars, but. Mostly what I rely on is just going out every day and talking to women. Is and so oh so are you the 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 male version of the 
woman at the casino in the short black dress who comes and talks to you and is like, hey, how you doing? And then you're a little talking 15 minutes in. It's like, hey, so by the way, if you want to go upstairs to your room, and then she slides <laughs> you apart. Are you the guy? Is that what you do? Is that a way you get um, clients is by just like flirting with people out? And then when you get to a certain point, you let them know what you do? Well, I don't wear the black dress. Right. <laughs> you wear the, I've seen your, the pictures on your website, maybe a black suit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do go to play, wherever I go, there's always a woman. Mm-hmm. And so I would strike up a conversation, even if it's just say, even if it's just to say, hi, how are you doing? I, I like the way you look, you know, look very nice. That dress looks lovely on you, whatever. Uh, if we get into a conversation and she asks me what I do for a living, of course, I'll tell her what I do for a living. I'll pass her. If she looks very interesting or she seems interested, I'll hand her my business card and we go from there. Uh, sometimes I get a call. Sometimes I'll get an email. Sometimes I don't. Um, but that's what I rely on, uh, most of the time these days. And, um, um, sometimes I'll get, you know, are you available right now? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and we're on. So that's how I get most of my clients these days. Okay. In addition to, um, um, referrals. Referrals. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. Well, Anthony, you know, if people want to hire you or learn more about you, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, if they want to hire you or learn about you? Sure. Uh, you can go to anthonyasanti.com. A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-A-S-A-N-T-I. And, uh, Asanti is a stage name. Okay. Um, uh, but Anthony is actually my name. Ah, all right. Yeah. Walk in the world with your own name. <laughs> what, but how'd you get to Asante? Tell me it's like an anagram of your real last name. No, um. no, no. Uh, I, um, speak Kiswahili. Okay. And, and that is, uh, Asante means thank you in Kiswahili. Ooh. Uh, but I wanted to add a little more pizzazz to it. So oh. I, Exchange the e on the end for an i for an i asante you're like i just changed my name to uh what the ladies say when i leave Ooh, all right (laughs) anthony comma thank you (laughs) Uh, well anthony uh thank you for coming on the podcast thanks for reaching out this was um this was fantastic thank you um I th- oh, I have one more thing I want to ask you about. Uh, do you mind doing like an extra like 10 minutes or so sure. little bonus episode for the Patreon folk? No problem at all. All right. So everybody, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash man or podcast, you'll get access to uh, these $5 bonus episode as well as like 100 other bonus episodes on there. But for now, uh, Anthony, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everyone. It's been a pleasure um, speaking with you and being in front of you. Thank you. That was my conversation with escort Anthony Asante. Yeah, a real man whore, not just one who uses the name like I do, right? I mean, unless somebody out there, some lady out there wants to pay the money, I will then become an official man whore. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm really happy I got to chat with him again. Check him out on Twitter at Anthony Asante. Uh, and of course, I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Billy Presida. Give us a shout out. Use the hashtag Man or Podcast so I can see what you're saying about the show. 
at Nikki underscore Irish tweets, driving 15 hours to Georgia was only bearable with the help of Billy Presida and his man whore podcast. The latest episode with Gene, the ex who took his virginity, was awesome. She's amazing. Oh, gosh. And by the way, thank you, everyone, for uh, flooding me, really flooding me with feedback about the Gene episode. I got to pass along a lot of those kind words to her. She uh, she was overjoyed and overwhelmed. So right now, keeping my fingers crossed, I'm trying to talk her into doing the live show because I think she would be great on the panel. So keep your fingers crossed for me and definitely... Keep throwing those tweets out there. You can also go like the Man Whore Podcast Facebook page. We got a lot of wonderful content. We throw up some extra stuff there uh, that are, that's mentioned during the show. You know, videos, article links, pictures, all that good stuff. Uh, just search the Man Whore Podcast. You can email me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures, themanwhorepod at gmail.com. Love getting your emails. One of my favorite things to read when I wake up. But And last but certainly not least, we are about $600 away. Only $600. For how many people listen to this show? $600 is not a lot of money. So if you head on over to patreon.com slash podcast, throw down a buck, become a member, help Billy. I mean, not help me. I guess force me to. Because again, I don't want to get my nipples pierced. But if we hit the mark, I'll fucking do it. Want to see me get my nipples pierced at ManwhoreCon? Go to patreon.com slash man or podcast. Support the show. Punish my nips. Oh, fun little, fun little thing. If for the whoever it is that actually listens through to the very, very end. Man or podcast merch is technically up and running right now. You can buy it. Go to gumroad.com slash man or podcast. I will sneak a link into the show notes. But right now we got the buttons. Uh, I think by the time you hear this, we're going to have t-shirts up there and we might even start having the man or podcast stay slutty panties gumroad.com slash man or podcast. For now, that is going to be the home of man or podcast merch next week. Uh, we have got standup comedian Kate Willett. Uh, I'm very excited to chat with her about love and relationships and heartbreak and probably some anxiety. But until then, everybody, enjoy yourselves. I hope to see you at Manhorcon at one of those shows. And as always, stay slutty.